hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on it so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com drink. That's rosettastone.com drink. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc. And the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc dot com slash drink. Also, well, folks. Oh, oh. go ahead. I was going to say, well, your eyebrows look great. I was gonna come. I was gonna. What? I was gonna give you a compliment, but why? I don't know. Because I've been trashing you all afternoon. I don't know what's going on with me. I'm just like, I don't know. I've been calling you sweaty all day. <laughs> Here's the thing. Hello, everyone. I suppose we're actually recording now. Uh, welcome to August first. Um, M, I guess, is turning over a new leaf, if you will, and has suddenly decided that they are too cruel to me. I don't know. Em was having a great time bashing me and I was all about it. And then all of a sudden things turned and Em decided to t- call me Dewey. I think it, I think it hit me. I was like, I got to balance this out. So everything like, so it feels like I'm not just like only a mean friend. You got to be like a good, a good spectrum of all of the above, just like really evil and really nice. Nowhere in between. Right. Well, I called you sweaty, which by the way is like, welcome to the last three years of our relationship though. So that's to not be fair. That's not like an insult. It's just the truth. Right. But uh, then what did I do? Oh, and then I said that you look pretty. Yes, I think we're good now. I think we balanced it out. I think we're like even. And I'm just sitting here waiting to see what you say next. Uh, Me too. Um, (laughs) You should you should at the very least uh, you have one in your back pocket whenever you feel an insult a Bruin. You have like a 
you've got like a, a free pass because I think I and I think I called you sweaty twice and pretty once. So oh, well, that's so nice. Well, then you call me Dewey, and then I called my do my armpits Dewey. So I don't know which one of those was a compliment or not, but. <clears throat> In any case, here we are, and um, welcome to August, which feels really late in the year, but it feels like 2020 is just the same old, same old every single day, so. Anyway, sweaty, what do you want? (laughs) Okay, bully. Um, Well, anyway, Em and I are here to read you some stories that Eva has handpicked from a curated collection. Yes. Uh, Oh, happy August, by the way. That's what I said. Happy August. Em's turning over a new leaf. You get my, my autumn joke, my autumnal joke. No, isn't okay. August still summer? Yeah, we'll let it slide. We'll let it slide. It's okay. Th- I'll save it for September. Somebody remind me to say it in September. Eva, write that down so I can say it in September. <laughs> that one, okay. that one sentence only. <laughs> I'm gonna read and go. What does this mean, Eva? I'm just gonna go. I don't know. I didn't even know when you said just it. Go, something about a leaf. Just make sure something you say it. Also, I'm okay. so excited. I think this is why I'm like in a specific mood today. I'm really because you told me yesterday that you're coming back to visit again. I'm very excited. That's right. Holy crap. OK, so I will be visiting uh, before this comes out. So like soon, uh, less than a week from today, I decided to come back. Uh, I can't resist. This is the resist. this is the first time I get to know about it. And also Th- Eva's not having true. an aneurysm because. Yes, I told Eva, like, please. I texted her first because you were busy or something. And I was like, by the way, I'm planning on coming next week. Um just don't feel any pressure to do to hide anything from M. M is going to know Everyone right away. Everyone knows everything. <laughs> you don't need to find a box. You don't need to like move an entire wardrobe with your bare hands. Like oh, hysterical. You're okay. uh, this is fine. No, I think that's why I'm in like a specific fashion today because I'm just like all like gung ho and ready for you to get here. Oh well, I'm so excited. Um, we're gonna have cheesecake, and that's all that I've planned so far. I literally you didn't have to say anything. I already had it planned. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, also, we're going to record in person again, which I'm very excited <gasps> about because it's been a while. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And then uh, you'll look so dewy next to me. I'm very excited. You're going to look so undewy. That's the truth. Maybe we'll like rub our foreheads together and even it out. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time we've done that, I'm sure. So, oh, by the way, OK, here's another reason why I'm, I'm in a weird state today. I've got a lot of reasons. First of all, um, I like how when we do like our regular episodes and you're like, why do you drink? And I'm like, I have no idea. But then when we do our listeners episodes, I'm like, I have 10,000 reasons of things. I'm Let me count to. the ways. Let me count the ways. Well, first of all, um, I am sleep deprived, which is probably obvious. What to some. a shock. Um, well, for the last couple of days, I've been trying to get my sleep schedule back. And so I was going to bed at like nine or 10 and still waking up super late. So I was like, what's the point? So I'm. You probably need to catch up on sleep. Like your body's probably like, yeah, give me 12 hours. Probably. Um, but anyway, I didn't do that last night because I was like, I give up. And so <laughs> I. He lasted a long time. <laughs> I lasted like a hot two days or three days. Um, but so I found this random documentary produced by Johnny Knoxville. Um, okay. And I don't know if anyone else out there has seen this, but it's bananas. And it was called like the wild, wonderful whites of West Virginia. What? Have you heard of this? No. Okay. So at first I thought it was going to be like, kind of like some satirical, like, like white people are shitty thing because it was like the wonderful whites of West Virginia. And I was like, okay, where is this going? Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm confused. And Johnny Knoxville's producing it. So it cannot be appropriate. Um, no. But then it was literally a family whose last name is White. And they... Oh, interesting. Apparently they're like... What they said on the show was like, quote, hillbilly royalty, where like they are kind of like their own 
crazy legend where everyone else that lives in their area like oh doesn't gosh. really know how they function or how they get their money or like are they part of some like weird like what hillbilly mob or like they don't and then like all of them have the most you know how i love my drama they all had these wild stories about like um so there was apparently there was this famous mountain dancer and so it's the story of all of his kids like he became famous in the mountains for his like what is a mountain dancer he made his own version of tap dance um and like and so he would like tap dance or i don't know if he would call it tap dancing but he was definitely it looked like tap dancing um to like you know country banjo fiddle music and um (laughs) he became like famous for this and then he had like 13 kids and all of them like were kind of royalty because they were related to him Wow. And they all have the wildest drama. Like half of his kids, it seemed like got murdered by their exes and like, what? or like they murdered their exes or like people were cheating on each other with their, like, this does sound like the mob, like a, like a hillbilly mob. Different people were like cheating on their wives with the wives cousins. And then one of them ended up in a shootout at one point. Now is in jail for 50 years. All of them have like wild like cocaine and like uh prescription pill parties oh dear oh dear like regularly like daily it was the wildest thing Wait, I've so ever is seen. this a movie it was a, it was a movie it was on amazon prime okay well i'm definitely going to uh check that out because that sounds fascinating so anyway i'm sorry i was ranting on it but i was up until like four in the morning watching this thing and just confused the whole time <laughs> I was like, yeah, you what is going on? dreams after that. I did. Okay, so that's probably, <laughs> wait a minute, you're onto something. You're, you're probably in a weird mood for multiple reasons. At this point. My brain isn't entirely here, nor does it want to be. So um, that's it. Happy August with where the leaves fall or something. Okay. <laughs> where M like steps on a leaf or I don't know. <laughs> I forget. I forget. Where, uh, okay, anyway, before I continue to spiral like the leaves. And be like me. By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant cushions with easy assembly and disassembly this is the perfect thing for your outdoor space they also just launched a new standing desk co-pilot with adjustable height a durable scratch resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever i'm in the market for a new desk um so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark and of course there's burrow's legacy seating collections like the nomad and range now available in new colors and m and i that's like the only piece of furniture i think we actually share is our burrow sofa in the podcast department love that thing and that's why we drink listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W.com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. Shopping for humans is hard, but shopping for your dog is easy thanks to Bark. Every month they deliver toys and treats just for your pup because they deserve to be spoiled. At Bark, they send your dog a whole new collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. Whether it's their fun plush toys from BarkBox or their ultra-tough toys from Super Chewer, they give your dog exactly what they want. 
And for a limited time, they'll double your first box for free. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com drink. That's right. You can sign up now at BarkBox.com drink for this exclusive offer. This ad is now over. Let's go back to petting our dogs. You know when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind? Especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things. But Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code drink daylight saving time is starting up again it may feel like there are more hours in the day but if you're hiring it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates any sooner there's only one way to do that zip recruiter right now you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com drink ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100-plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why 4 out of 5 employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Um, <laughs> let's tell our stories because I definitely... Let's tell your stories, folks. Uh, yes, we already told... We are already telling our stories. We constantly tell our stories. Exactly. Now it's time to tell your stories. Uh, thank you for knowing when to shut me up. Okay, <laughs> so... um. Here is the first one. This is from Amy, who goes by she, her. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Amy. Um, so this story is called Buy One, Get One Synchronicities. Oh, right. You did suggest synchronicities as... I believe so. Because Eva texted me yesterday and said, hey, the theme for tomorrow was synchronicities, right? And I went, I don't know. And she was like, didn't you request that? And I was like, sure. You know, it's weird. Did maybe... <laughs> I'm not remembering the the order of things, but maybe you suggested synchronicities before we even did the Randonautica story. Well, that's what it was, remember? Because we talked about synchronicities in the last listener episode. Mm. Um, I forget why, but then in uh, in the next episode, you were like, oh, speaking of synchronicities, right, I right, like, right, right. discovered Randonautica or something. Yes. Um, and so it was like a weird little double synchronicity. Anyway, so I, yeah, you're right. I must have just requested it in... Uh, you know what's interesting Unless. is we can't ju- we just can't get away from these synchronicities. Oh, also because I'm selfish with my time, I went randonauting. What I did, I will without I, me. 
Okay, to be fair, we didn't do anything like wildly creepy. I saved that for you. But I wanted to see how it worked. Um, and remember, I remember saying in the story that like probably the only stories you hear because they're so wild are like the point one percent of stories. Right. And that was pretty much my case too, where we we went out six to seven times. Um, like we uh it was like a date idea for me and Allison where we could stay in the car. So we just went random nodding. And Aww. Uh, we did, we did six or seven different intentions and all of them kind of led us to vague areas. Um, one of them led, led us to a, a hostess thrift store, <laughs> like okay. a, that you, like a discounted bakery that was abandoned. Um, oh my. but I, we tried thinking up, uh, desperate housewives was our first intention. And then <laughs> what? we didn't, Wait, find- where did it bring you? It brought us to a cul-de-sac that didn't have like anything. We were looking for really kind of, are you sure? Did you check if there were any desperate housewives inside the homes? Wait a minute. That, oh, I- that's what I first thought. I was like, they were probably inside. That's so like, it's such an obvious thing. I didn't even pay attention like to sleeping with the gardener on the counter. Stop it. We probably drove right past some serious drama and didn't even notice. But, I'm telling, but no, we we're trying to think of the subtle ways that Rantanatica would bring us there. Like they all live on wisteria lanes. So we were like, maybe we'll find wisteria or like, so we were trying to think of like kind of more subtle versions, but you're right. We probably literally were in the, the driveway. Maybe of they were a like, this one's easy. <laughs> Here's a cul-de-sac. Okay, so maybe I actually had a successful random nodding. I don't know. Anyway, other than that, it was kind of meh. So I assume when I go with you next week, it'll be really next week damaging to my psyche. So (laughs) I sure hope so. Otherwise, I'll be disappointed. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, sorry, Amy. Here's your story. Buy one. I tried, Amy. I tried to shut them up. It didn't work. (laughs) I tried hard. SOS. Okay, I've just got a lot to say. You just need to get here so I don't have to talk to you through a podcast. Okay. Amy says, uh, hi, y'all. My best friend, Tracy, who goes by she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Tracy. Uh, Tracy and I, uh, are both paranormal experiencers. Uh, and the most common experiences we have are synchronicity. So I figured this was the time to share the first strange synchronicity we experienced together. Around five years ago, Tracy and I were sitting at a Starbucks, uh, when something, Tracy said, reminded me of a dream I had the night before. I couldn't remember the dream at all, but in that moment, I just had a thought. I haven't talked to my friend H in a while. I feel like I should check on her. For context, H is my oldest friend and one of the sweetest and most positive individuals I know, but we don't see each other often, and Tracy doesn't know her very well, mostly through my friendship. So when I told Tracy that I think I need to check on her, Tracy's reaction to my thought was uh, weird. Because Tracy looked at me and said, wait, are you talking about H? I just remembered my dream from last night. (gasps) And Tracy proceeded to tell me her dream from the night before. We're in her dream. She was in a building. She didn't recognize what looked like the outside of a concert hall. The hall was full of people and Tracy didn't know why she was there. But through the crowd of people, she saw H sitting on a bench crying. (gasps) Tracy knew that this was already a weird dream because H is pretty much always smiling. And because they don't, they also don't know each other very well. Sure. Um, and when she approached H, Tracy asked if everything was okay and tried to comfort her. Tracy explains to me that the dream felt weirder than her other dreams because she didn't recognize anyone or anything about the building, but could remember the details and said, maybe I should contact H. I immediately texted H and said, Hey, just checking in and wanted to see if you're doing okay. This was not the normal way for me to greet her, but it felt like the question to ask within a few minutes. H texted back saying, I'm so glad you texted me. I'm not okay. (gasps) 
It turned out that H had gone through a very upsetting personal event after a concert the night before around (gasps) 1 a.m., which was a little before Tracy woke up from her dream. After my conversation with H, I asked if the building looked like this using the details from Tracy's dream. And she confirmed that yes. And how did I Uh, possibly know that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I told her about how I had a feeling H needed a friend and how that prompted Tracy to remember this dream. And by the end of the conversation, the three of us were definitely freaked out, but also grateful because I was able to reach out to my friend. Tracy and I have thought about the synchronicity many times over the years. And after listening to the recent astral projection stories, we've concluded that Tracy may be astral projected to a person who was very important to me and then was able to tell me that my weird feeling was correct. And together we were able to be there for someone who needed support. The experience was indescribably weird, but ultimately positive. Since this first time, we have experienced a few other absolutely bananas synchronicities together in both dreams and in real life. Um, But we both wanted to share this one first thanks for reading if you do i've been listening since 2017 and dragged tracy on board with me last year and we look forward to every episode stay safe and wonderful love amy and tracy oh my gosh em that is so creepy and i love that um uh the the friend is in the middle who's just like not having the dreams (laughs) and not you know what i mean like and not having the crisis but just like in the middle (laughs) it's like me telling you you need to check on renee or something i know like it's super exactly exactly Hmm. um that's wild i wonder if it's because uh tracy had like just a more in tune with that kind of thing yeah i don't know it It would because you would think like let's say something happened to deirdre like why would she reach out to you versus me like right you would have to be more just openly like more spiritually open to that right oh did i not tell you deirdre and i are actually like do you text in your dreams or something closer than you guys are in real Mm -hmm. life now yeah (laughs) in our dream world that checks out (laughs) Um, oh, well, I will add real quick before, cause I completely forgot until this story started is that the other day after we did the last listeners episode, my friend, Celine, who I literally didn't know, listened to our show. Like I remember our first listener episode ever, like she sent in one of the stories. Um, but I like, didn't realize that she, uh, listened to the show regularly. So she listened and she said, Oh, I'm OMG, I was listening to your podcast today and those fucking dreams we had as children, pardon my French, but what the fuck with that little girl? That was so creepy. Um, and so she remembers this. Remember last last month I was talking about how when we were little, Celine and I would dream about the <gasps> same yes, yes. girl. And I remember saying that in the last episode and then being like, maybe I'm just inventing that in my head. But Celine heard that episode and went, oh my God, I forgot about Oof. that girl until you mentioned it. And I asked her, she hasn't got back to me, but I asked her like, what was that girl's name? Cause she had a name that we would like journal about. It's very creepy. Anyway, what was so her I dream? felt like what was a little name? less, uh, I don't remember. I just asked Celine mm. cause I was like, I remember she had a name. Cause if you could describe her and like her name and everything, maybe she's in many people's dreams. Like that other people, Ooh. like other people could write in and be like, Oh yeah, that bitch. Like I know all about her. <laughs> oh my god, I have to ask Celine because I'm I I have it like on the tip of my tongue, but I don't remember it. They completely. have, but she had. There's this. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. no. There's this. Um, uh, it's. I'm sure you've seen it before because it kind of goes in waves where it's like viral on Twitter or like in on Reddit. But there's a sketch of this man that apparently doesn't exist in real life or nobody's seen in real life, but apparently everyone has had a dream of this man. What? And uh like oh, he's, I've never seen this. The weird part is that apparently your dreams you can only concoct uh real yes. facial facial definition 
for people that you have seen in real life. Seen, so you can't just like your brain can't create random faces. Every person that you, even if you don't really recognize them, it could have been someone you saw on the street that day or something. Consciously, right? And everyone has seen this man in detail, which means okay. Now I'm scared. (laughs) Even though no one's ever seen him, but your brain can't concoct something you haven't seen. Is he real or is he like literally a figment that astral projects into all of our dreams? Okay, that's very frightening because also now that I think about it, that little girl Selena and I dreamed about all the time. And it was always like in our backyards, like we'd be playing together, the three of us. Like she was like a third friend that like we didn't know. But like we would, what we would do is we'd like write down like what she looked like and then compare. And it was always the same. She had brown curly hair but it like to this day I remember what she looked like but like I've never seen I don't know that person or I don't think I ever met that person if that theory is right then like both of you must have like been somewhere in public and then like she like had like you all had like some weird like connection where like her her face like sank with you or maybe she directed she like manifested that you'll never forget her you or like she's like that guy where it's just somebody that we didn't know who's just like appearing maybe that's his his daughter because there's a a family of like dream maybe now she's grown up maybe she's grown up now um but yeah so uh that was a weird thing is because we didn't spend really time outside of our because we were next door neighbors but we went to different schools like we never we didn't know the same people. So it was just always very weird because weird. like it wasn't someone we would have met together. Anyway, that's again, now we're talking about ourselves. I'm so sorry. Um, but <laughs> thank okay. you for that story. Very creepy. It's very August. Creepy. So it's obviously fall and Gemini season. So it's fine. Yes, that's uh, right. Anything is possible in August. Anything's okay. Anything possible in our minds. Um, okay. So uh, this is from Chloe. Isn't it my turn? Oh, right. I Thanks. forgot that you're involved in this podcast. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you always do. It's so sad for me. Oh, I don't know uh, why. I just really jumped the gun well, on that. To be fair, to be fair, I just just told an entire story about myself. So it was probably for that very reason that you thought I was done. No um, worries. So this is from Maeve. He's she/her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. Maeve, Maeve. with a V. Mm-hmm. Maeve, yeah. That's a great name. I've never heard that uh, name before. Really? Yeah. Oh, we had a classmate at BU named Maeve, but she may, maybe wasn't in. Oh, maybe didn't she wasn't her. in my classes. <laughs> Um, but she's, uh, Maeve is one of my favorite names. I think it's really pretty. Uh, Mm -hmm. so Maeve says synchronicities. Hello all. My name is Maeve and I have zero real life experience with true crime or the paranormal, which most of the time I'm thankful for, but I love your podcast and hearing your listener stories and always wished I could relate or share a story of my own. My time has come because I have a lot of experience with synchronicities and spooky coincidences. Mm. Over the past few years, I've been starting to gather that it may be related to intuition or possibly manifestation. Basically, I've had many instances where I've known something would happen moments or hours before they actually do. Mm. Sometimes they are very harmless. For example, I had never in my life seen a snake in the wild. Thankful for that. I've always known that little garter snakes live in my area, but in, the 22, in my 22 years of life, I had never seen one out and about. One night I was walking out to my car and I had this overwhelming feeling come over me. And I thought to myself, wow, I'm really about to see a snake right now. (laughs) We've all been there. (laughs) You know, I have been in, I have been there in different ways where it's like for no reason I knew exactly what was coming. So yes, yes. Thankfully when that's happened to me, it was not a snake. So uh, thank God. Yeah. I'd rather be like a serial killer. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I thought to myself, wow, I am really about to see a snake right now. Sure enough, two seconds later, there was a little snake crossing the sidewalk in front of me. 
little instances like this have happened to me my whole life. I'll know when I'm going to get a text from someone or I'll know when I'm going to bump into someone that I haven't seen for a while. I've always considered them coincidences, but sometimes the feeling that I know what's going to happen is so overwhelming or sometimes the events that happen are so specific that I can't help but think there's something bigger going on. Hmm. Just last week, I was cooking dinner while my dad was sitting at the table. I was facing the stove with my back to the rest of the kitchen. I heard him get up from the table and start walking toward the door to our deck. As he passed behind me, I had an overwhelming feeling and I thought to myself, he's going to fall. <gasps> oh my gosh. Uh -oh. I turned my head and said, dad, and immediately watched him trip and fall, land in my open dishwasher and hit his head on the ground. Holy shit. Oh my God. He is okay. There was no damage done aside from some broken dishes, but the fact that I knew it was going to happen kind of scared the crap out of me. What if her saying dad was the thing that he turned and tripped and she's like, oh, my bad. It's like you create your own butterfly yeah. effect. Like you manifested it and accidentally. Yeah. Right? Um, I usually have these feelings about events and people, but I've also seen places in my dreams and then later see them in real life. That's happened to me too. That's also really scary. Um, ugh, yikes. I had a dream that I was kidnapped and taken to this very distinct, rundown looking salmon colored house. Huh. While out on a summer drive with my boyfriend at the time, I got the same overwhelming feeling. I then saw the house and was certain it was the same one from my dream. I figured it was a coincidence and that I must have passed the house at some point in my life, subconsciously remembered it and dreamt about it. But what I couldn't explain was that I was so certain that I knew what the inside of the house looked like. Mm. I saw the window in front of the house that faced the street and I knew that I had looked through it before from the inside. Goodbye. <laughs> Just well, like full goose can. I also do wonder, like, if I had a dream about something and then saw it in real life, I would take it as a sign that I needed to approach it, you know, to be to like see what, yeah, yeah, to, like yeah, go yeah. knock on that door and then like the love of my life is behind it or something, you know, or you're gonna get kidnapped like in your dream. Oh, well, it depends on how my dream went. I would <laughs> yeah. determine what I think happened. This dream, next. she was trapped inside a house after being kidnapped, so maybe don't go into the house. I uh, see. But you know, my thought always is like, you know, quantum and like parallel. Uh, parallel timelines and like maybe there was like a, a blip like a crossover where that happened to you in another timeline I always see those things as um past life like coming life. coming back like if I all of a sudden saw if I knew what that house looked like from the inside I would immediately assume oh it's because I lived there in a different life right well well she was kidnapped there though Oh, okay. Well, in the dream anyway. Sure. I I don't know. I mean, not as a, not as fun of a thing that I would imagine. <laughs> not as fun of a thing, but it could have been a past life. I mean, maybe she was kidnapped in a past life. Fingers crossed. I wonder I though, like I wonder. I wonder if it's past life or like just alternate timeline, who knows. It's um, all spooky. Like no matter it all, what it's the, all very frightening. No matter what yeah. the answer is, I don't entirely love it. Um, oh good, there's more. Okay. <laughs> Uh, da, da, da. I knew I'd looked through it before from the inside. I asked my boyfriend if he could turn the corner so I could try to see the back of the house. He obviously confused asked why I told him that I needed to see if the back door was broken. Sure enough, the back door had a broken hinge and was slanted in the doorway. Holy shit. I had to really turn my head and look through the trees to see the door. So I know that I could never have just passed the house on a drive and remembered this. I've never known how to explain these occurrences. It could very well just be coincidence, but sometimes it feels a little too spooky to be just that. I'll wrap mm. this up with a cute and funny time this happened. Feel free to not to read that. Nope, I'm going to read it. <laughs> when I was in my sophomore year uh, of college, I met this boy on Tinder. We'll call him Tyler. We did the awkward college friends with benefits thing for a few months and ended up becoming great friends. 
The hooking up part fizzled out. We both went on to date other people, but we were still best friends and would hang out almost every day. About two years later, I was having dinner with my friend. We'll call her Paige. She asked me why Tyler and I weren't dating at this point. I told her that anything romantic between us had faded away years ago, and it's just never come up. Later that night, I was hanging out with Tyler. Everything was 100% normal. We were playing video games and decided to order food. Mid-conversation about calzone fillings, fillings, I got the overwhelming feeling that I knew exactly what was about to happen. I thought to myself, is this boy really about to make a move right now? Tyler is not smooth by any means, so I can assure you there were no other hints or flirting going on. <laughs> Needless to say, a move was made. My friend Paige really got a kick out of that when I told her the next day. Thank you for taking the time to read all of this, and thank you for being such beautiful people. I'm sending you all my love during this insane year and hope to see you live in Philly this November. Mm. Oh, boy, oh, boy. You know what also I came up with in, uh, in like those five seconds? I was thinking- A new quantum theory? Kinda, no, like <laughs> at least a new like. Uh, damn, why can't I think of the word? I don't know. I, I'll let me rewind. Okay, so another thought to the Maeve's previous story of the house is: what if there was someone that was kidnapped in there who astral projected <gasps> to her? Oh, ew! Who was okay, trying to that ask for is help? A good point. Like after the last story, yeah. That's a really good point. Like, what if, what if she just s- glimpsed into somebody else's experience? Yeah. Oh, my God. What if there's someone in there that's been kidnapped? Maybe you should go check the house out again. We got to call oh, somebody. Because I, mean, I was thinking about, like, let's say, like our previous story where someone who didn't really know the friend was the one that yeah. was most openly, like, uh, who was right. most open to it. Maybe it was just someone out there kind of meditating and whoever, like, had, like, the strongest signal yes got connected picked up on that especially since you seem to have this going on throughout your life yes yeah, oh, so that's so creepy not to like put a total bummer on that on the end of that story yeah, but yeah. like it was just another theory maybe let's just why don't you uh maybe why don't you google the address and just see if anything comes up yeah just, <laughs> just a quick glance i mean i'm sure i'm sure it's nothing um but just still really creepy that you knew the door was broken that freaks me out yeah Ugh. <sighs> okay that's so specific Oh my goodness. Okay. Anyway, moving on, kind of. This it, this <laughs> one's from Chloe and Ella, which I immediately recognize as another C and E duo. So oh, cute. Love that. I love it. Love that for them. Love that. We'll for take us. it. Love uh, it for us. <laughs> so Chloe and Ella say, who are both she, her, by the way. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. Uh, Chloe and Ella say, oh, they're checking in from the Buckeye State. Welcome back, Christine. Hi. <laughs> sorry that was really just one aggressive just one aggressive wave sorry um so they say since christine asked for weird synchronicity stories we thought we would tell you ours we're bffs who met through our third bff and we have been twins in a past life because oh. everything in our current lives keeps syncing up and mirroring each other's so that's a pretty fun story or theory that's super fun i think emma and i've maybe thought about maybe we were twins one time and then went no I think we were probably just like frenemies or something. I'm pretty, I like would bet money if there was a way to like gamble and then find evidence of this, I would bet one of us murdered the other in a past life. M literally is stuck on this theory, which makes me a little nervous that it was me and I'm just living in denial. Well, what are the odds that now we're like very close and only talk about death all the time? (laughs) It's like only talk about death and are weirdly obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like we've got a bond that just we can't shake. It's like um, this lifetime we came back in order to like face our our literal demons and like uh, conquer our 
our past maybe homicidal the, relationship. Maybe the final episode of this of the show will be us like figuring out our actual past true crime okay, on like, each other. In seriously, in real life, can we like go to a like a past life regression? A thousand percent. Because like I know I knew you in a past life in some capacity. I just don't know what Without it was. Out question. It was probably question. We were probably shitty children. And Eva was our mom, being like, "I can't wait to get away <laughs> from you in the next life," and then we just dragged her back in. Okay. Poor Eva. Okay. Uh, when we met, this is Chloe and Ella again. When we met, we lived a few blocks away from each other and had never previously met until our third friend introduced us. Okay. We are both the only other person either of us knows who doesn't like potatoes. That's a strong sign. I was going to say, I don't know anyone who doesn't like potatoes, so that is a strong <laughs> sign. Chloe, what? if you could let me know what that house is called so I can well, do a story on it. Well, I'm just going to say, like, I don't know. I think my mom's is in uh, in contention with that for that title. So Can confirm can... as someone who has spent many nights there. <laughs> Compare and contrast, maybe. Uh, the paranormal investigators who came to Ella's house said it was the most haunted house that they've ever investigated. Again, Holy shit. Ella, let I it. want more info on this. this Can I just do a story on both of their houses? Yeah, I'm curious. Send us, don't send us your address, but maybe, well, like, send, maybe us, send us half of the address and I can figure out the rest. Um, wink, wink. We were both married when we met. Chloe's husband's birthday was a couple days before Ella's birthday and Ella's husband's birthday was the day after Chloe's. We both separated from our husbands within the same year for the same kind of reasons. Um, And when we both started dating again, it was to the exact same type of guy down to the no driver's license at living at home with elderly parents. Um, And Ella's new beau looks like Chloe's ex while Chloe's new beau looks like Ella's ex. Whoa. We both have black cats named after sci-fi characters. Both of our great aunts traveled overseas together in the six together in the sixties as part of the what? same retiree travel group. Um, and we didn't even know that until they both passed away. So you literally have relatives that were like together. So, that's weird. Yes, that's bananas. That is. Uh, we were both born last name. We were both born last name straight out of the Iliad. We were both born with last name straight out of the Iliad. Um, sometimes we have the same dreams on the same nights and we instinctively know when the other one is having a rough day. It turns out we both had, uh, always wanted to start an art gallery. So we did. And now we're also business partners. What? Thanks for reading and keep up the great work. We both love the podcast, Chloe and Ella. Okay. Well, that's, Damn. they're giving us a run for our money on the friendship. I was going to say, <laughs> we got some two best friends that are coming in hot as twins. We got the Gemini twin thing going. They got the like past life twin thing going. So they might be winning. Whatever, Chloe and Ella, one of us kind of probably killed each other in the past life. So yeah, whatever. Beat that, okay. Yeah. Beat that. One of us went to prison probably. <laughs> No, one of us got away with it. I'm pretty sure. One of us for sure got away. We're, if it was me, I didn't get away with it. But if it was M, I'm sure they did get away with I it. I like to think I was scrappier in another life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, go boy, oh boy. Okay. This is uh, an email from Ashley Curtin. He's a she, her pronouns. Thank you so much, Ashley, for normalizing pronouns. Yes. The subject of this email is a UFO synchronicity listener episode 43. Mm. Okay. Oh, is this episode 43? Maybe. Is it? I don't e- I honestly don't even know. <laughs> who's so, to say? Uh, maybe Miss Curtin. Who, who's to say? Maybe Miss Curtin knows. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it says, greeting friends. Nope, it does not. That's not English. <laughs> Salutations. <It's-> <laughs> Salutations. <laughs> Take me to your leader. Okay. <laughs> Greetings, friends. A request was made for synchronicities, or as M calls them, weird-ass coincidences. Yes. And boy, howdy, do I have a fun one for you. 
My mom is really into fun, supernatural stuff. She specifically enjoys a good alien show or story. She would always record ancient aliens and would often force me to watch top secret alien files on TV. I'm jealous of your mom. Just saying. Yeah. I, I wish, uh, I wish my mom were more interested in that instead of like Lifetime movies. <laughs> Um, I wish my mom was interested in anything other than Tony Robbins. So (laughs) (laughs) I I always forget about your mom's obsession with Tony Robbins and it always gets me every time. So here's a weird thing that I'm going to talk about real quick. So my mom and RJ, I think were either they knew each other in a past life or they were like related in a past life. It's very weird that like, so I know this has nobody knows how I've like turned this into something. Both of them are obsessed with Tony Robbins is where the connection came from. Um, But it's weird because when I think about RJ, he literally like kind of has too many similarities to my mom. And they both are like weirdly obsessed with each other too. Like RJ will be like, oh my God, how's your mom? How's your mom? How's your mom? And then my mom's always like, how's RJ? How's RJ? And like never asks about like anyone as much as she asks about RJ. They both love each other because they both have so many similarities. He really wanted to get into business for a while. My mom literally offered to like be his mentor. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what their deal is, but their first bond and their first love ever was Tony Robbins. And I, my mom has been obsessed with Tony Robbins for as long as I can remember. And when I met RJ, he already had some like tendencies that reminded me of my mom. And I was like, that's interesting. I'm kind of like friends with like a, like a 20 something year old Linda. And then he was like, oh my God, by the way, while we're friends, have I told you how much I'm obsessed with Tony Robbins? And I was like, oh no, I was like, get out of here, Linda man. And so <laughs> Linda man, anytime I hear Tony Robbins, which like I just brought up on my own. I always think of how okay, weird their relationship is. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, moving on. The, so M's getting like uh, third wheeled in their own. Maybe family. they killed each other in a past life. I don't know. Maybe they all, maybe we all killed you. I mean, it sounds <laughs> like it's starting to become more apparent that you were the problem in all of these. Yeah, I, that's fine. I mean, I made it out alive the next <laughs> life. So, oh boy. Okay. In the summer of 2014, my family went to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina with some of our family friends and my boyfriend. One evening, my mom kept going on about how she wanted to walk on the beach and look at the stars for aliens. Used to her enthusiastic rantings, we didn't think much of it. In fact, I couldn't even, no, in fact, I even remember making fun of her for it. That same evening, Tommy went out on a late run. Kayleen and I, I assume these are the friends. Yes, I think so. And the boyfriend. Sounds right. Kayleen and I headed out after him, but decided we would just walk. As Kayleen and I were heading out, my mom told us to look out for aliens in all capital letters. Okay. That's us as parents. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it is. Make sure you Snapchat them so that we get proof. Bring every single ghost piece of equipment you have. (laughs) Instead of like pack a charged cell phone, we're like pack a EMF detector just in case. Don't come back until you find Mothman. Okay. (laughs) And bring him here. (laughs) Our rental houses were down near the Apache Pier, and as we started off on our walk, we headed north. It was already dark when Kayleen and I started walking. For those of you who are familiar with Myrtle Beach, you know there's lots of houses and hotels along the shoreline, making the area bright, even if it's at night. Mm -hmm. But at some points along the shoreline, you will reach a darker area where there are no lights shining off the water. It's in these areas where you can enjoy the noise of the sea and the quiet of the evening. Kayleen and I had reached a dark park of the part of the shoreline that was about a half mile long. It was here where we saw something we couldn't explain. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw a single bright light above the water. It was circular like a spotlight and it was close. Hmm. I turned to look thinking it was a boat or something, but all I saw on the horizon was the single light. Kayleen turned to, and as we watched, more lights began to turn on. 
First it was the one, then three, then five, until a whole line of lights was hovering in a horizontal line above the horizon. There were a few strange things I noticed. One, the lights seemed really close, but we couldn't see anything except the lights, and it was a clear night. Two, we couldn't hear anything except the ocean. The next part is a little hard to describe, but all the lights began to move and circle around the original light. They were, ne- they were different colors too, green, red, and white. And they didn't stop moving until they all combined into the original bright light and then winked out. Goodbye. Ooh. I remember thinking, this is it. This is the end. <laughs> I turned to, it's like really, oh God. I turned to Kayleen, who was in utter amazement. Before we could even figure out what to say, we then saw the lights again. They repeated the same pattern, one light, then three, etc., in a horizontal line hovering above the ocean, large and big and bright, but no noise, nothing. Being the only ones on the beach, we turned and started to quickly walk back to our rental house. We ran into another person who immediately asked us if we had seen those strange lights in the sky. Ooh. Yeah, somebody else saw it. This person was clearly as wigged out as we were. Tommy showed up a few minutes later, and he too had seen the lights, even though he had been farther down the beach. Completely confused, the three of us raced back home to tell my mom, who was so jealous of us and didn't understand (laughs) why the UFOs and aliens would show themselves to us non-believers when she, a true believer, wanted to see them. She manifested that too, by the way. She told them, like, look out for aliens, you know. She either manifested it or she knew it somehow. Like she knew it was going to happen and was like, go walk out there and find it. Duck and cover. Uh, she walked the beach every night of our vacation after that. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor thing, looking for the aliens. The three of us are still not sure what we saw that night. It was definitely a UFO, and even though I don't believe it was aliens specifically, I can't explain what I saw. If you're interested at all, a few videos exist online, and there are comments and threads about the phenomenon ranging from 2008 to a more recent video in 2018, and to the, this day, all three of us still remember the lights and the patterns that it made in the sky. My mom missed them, unfortunately, but maybe a part of her knew that her UFO buddies were hanging out nearby the night we all went out. She still complains about how she missed them. Hope you enjoyed this tale. A few more fun things to note. My mom still loves aliens, and when I called to tell her I was sending in this story, she answered on the first ring, but in classic mom style, never answers when you truly need her to. Right, of course. (laughs) And my 2014 boyfriend, Tommy, is now my husband. Yay! That makes me happy. I love when people give us those updates. It makes me happy. (laughs) Um, And Kayleen was my maid of honor at the wedding. Aw. And And who was, I was going to say. Go lights above the dance floor. I was going to say, and the alien was the groomsman? I'm confused. (laughs) The DJ. (laughs) Stay spooky, y'all. Give the fur babies a cuddle from me. Team Milkshake with love, Ashley. I love that. That was great. That was so creepy. That would also definitely be us as as parents of like, if, oh, our, yeah. if our kids say, oh, we found a haunted house and there was definitely a demon, I'd kind of be like, why do I only have to hear this now? Why don't I get I to be a part of it? I think you and I would it? be like, everybody back in the car, take us there. <laughs> be like, I, I'm so glad I wasn't there, but I'm so mad I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like jealous a little bit. <laughs> so my final story, because I know you've got another one, but mm-hmm. my final story is from Jolie, um, who goes by she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And the subject is weird, cool, kind of unexplainable randonautica experience. Ooh. So this is what Jolie has to say. Hey, y'all. Hope you're doing well during these crazy times and taking uh, some time for important self-care. This podcast is literally one of my favorites um, and is a huge part of my me time. So thank you for all you do. Yay, me time. So my story uh, started after 
My story started after the episode where M covered Randonautica. I <gasps> vaguely knew about the app, but mostly just heard about the horrifying story of the kids finding the body in the suitcase. When M went into more detail about it, I became super interested. And even though I was kind of freaked out, I wanted to try it for myself. So I love that I like caused a wave of Randonautica. You did. I'm very proud of us for that because there's um, obviously most stories I tell if it's a ghost story, it's because the story already happened and now there's a dead person who's a ghost. Like, it's like already happened. This is the only time, arguably, that we'll ever get to say, oh, here's a thing and now, like, beat beat it before the trend is over. For sure. And I, I love that you, like, uh, sparked this wave, but also in a way of saying, but don't put, like, death and demons as your intention. Like, <laughs> do it in a positive way. So most people, most people, I think, stuck to that, which which made me happy, too. Fingers crossed. Although someone said that they did listen to us because we said, like, oh, make your intention, and that's why we drink. Tisk tisk. And someone ended up in, like, the back alley of a Nordstrom, and I was like, I don't know how that relates to us. <laughs> oh, they did say that. I did see that. I thought they said something because I responded to that, and they said something about, like, cheesecake like there was a cheesecake factory there or something or maybe i made that up i'll look i'll check later let's pretend you didn't make it up because anytime i want to intention (laughs) us i also want cheesecake so it made sense to me um so julie says i figured if uh i figured it kind of works like a ouija board maybe if you use it with a clear mind and a positive intent uh, you will receive that back and that made me feel more comfortable so i decided to go for it that's a great way to put it and i don't know why i didn't think true why didn't i think of that when i spent like 20 minutes trying to explain how randonautica works i literally could have just said it's like a a ouija board because if you like put the effort into it then maybe something spooky will come out because it's what you're looking for a message that day after the episode, uh, I downloaded the app and drove to an empty parking lot in my town. I sat in my car for a few minutes with my eyes closed and took some deep breaths while I cleared my mind and focused on my intent. The thought in my head was clarity on what I want to do for a career. Okay. So that was the intention. Clarity. That's a good one. That's Re- a really good one. I think so. Uh, recently, I've been struggling uh, between picking between two of my very different passions. Part of me wants to be a tattoo artist and the other wants to be a lawyer. You can be both. Why not? Yeah. I mean, I guess they're probably saying like they didn't know which one to put their energy toward. Uh, Two different paths. Anyway, I figured I'd use the app for uh, basically just shits and giggles. Um, With my intent in my mind and speaking it aloud, I pressed the button and and it generated the coordinates and put them into my map. It was about 10 minutes away in a part of my town that I haven't been to. Um, and I started driving and eventually stopped at a stoplight less than half a mile from the location. I figured I should be aware of my surroundings. So I looked ahead of me and right across the street from the stoplight was a tattoo shop. I instantly had goosebumps, but I also felt a little bit disappointed, I guess. Well, I still had a little bit to drive. So I turned right at the stoplight and no joke right around the corner was a district court. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Uh, maybe it was just all the hype from the app, but it just seemed too weird for a coincidence that it had me drive on a route with a a tattoo shop and a district court that were practically right across the street from one another. I don't live in a big town, so it was a pretty weird coincidence. I've kind of, it's like, did not give you clarity at all. <laughs> it literally just brought you to like your. Is your that the indif- end? That it doesn't take you to like. That was my first Randonautica experience. Oh. And I'll probably go again just for fun. Thanks for reading this. 
Um, P.S. I still have no idea what I want to do, but I'm leaning towards going back to school to get my B.A. so I can go to law school. Uh, there, there are way too many injustices in the country and I'll yes. always be a defender type. I was literally called a lawyer as a child by schoolmates. So I think it's my calling. Um, oh, yay. But also like you should be a, ta- a lawyer that like also like does tattoos on the side. You could probably get like some YouTube. I mean, I know being a lawyer takes up a whole lot of time, but once you're established as a lawyer, maybe you can like start doing, um, get inked up, too. inked up. Um, wow, um, that's creepy, but like, you're right. It didn't give any clarity. I thought we were going to like, she was going to turn the corner again and end up at like, and there was going to be a person like with a sign that said her name and said, you're a lawyer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, there's like a tatted up lawyer leaving it. I don't know. I thought it was going to be more, uh, more clear, but that is interesting. Cause I guess it never claimed to like give you answers. It just claimed to like hear your intention and like take you to something related yeah. to it. So anyway, interesting. Interesting. This is from Shelby, and the subject is Oshaga Synchronicity. Okay. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Oshaga. It says, hi, Eva M., Christine, and all the furry creatures from beautiful BC, Canada. Hello. My name is Shelby, she, her. I am such a fan and was supposed to be at your Seattle show right in the front row. I may have shed a few tears and drank a bottle or two or three of wine to get over my heartache. (laughs) Me too. If that makes you feel any better, I was crying right alongside you. Christine asked for synchronicity stories for August, and I will admit I was unsure of exactly what I would email. Nope. Unsure exactly of what that would entail. Then I listened to M discuss how Randonautica works and how things seem to appear or manifest. Then I realized that I finally had a story to submit. It was August 2017, and I flew out to Toronto to spend the long weekend with my best friend. She's my person. We've been best friends since high school. We busted from Toronto to Montreal for the Oshaga Music Festival. She was part of a choir called... Choir, choir, choir. (laughs) And they they were with an exclamation point after each one. (laughs) And they were invited to perform there. Before I left, my mom had given me a book called E Squared by Pam Grout. It gives you nine basic 48-hour experiments to prove that there is a positive force to help shape your life with your mind. Okay, this is my kind of book. Wait a minute. Where do you find that? I need to write write this down. Nope. E squared by Pam Grout. I'm going to find that later. I'll read it and then I'll give you the spark notes. Em. Oh, thank you. I am glad you know exactly what, does it have a lot of pictures? Cause maybe I'll also get it. <laughs> it sounds like maybe it doesn't seem like a picture book, but maybe, um, it gives you nine basic 48 hour experiments to prove there's a positive force to help shape your life with your mind. I cracked into it on the plane and was hooked right away. One of the 48-hour experiments that I decided to try was basically where you put a random but specific item into the universe. Okay, love that. So it was August, and I figured, how about Christmas? Then to be more specific, snowmen and Christmas lights. No way I will spot those. Good point. Sure. When I met up with my girlfriend, I found out she couldn't get me a pass for the festival. Passes were pricey, and money wasn't a luxury for me by any means. So I figured, okay, no problem. I'll walk around the area where our Airbnb was which was a super cool and artsy part of old Montreal and enjoy where I was. As I was wandering around waiting for her to arrive back from the festival, I decided I would also try to manifest passes for the festival. Why the heck not, right? Well, it's actually quite smart. Yeah. That night, my girlfriend returned and surprised me with a day pass for the next day. I was shocked. What was the coincidence? We went to Oshaga and it was so crazy amazing. The energy and the people with the music was just overwhelming. As I'm pushing along with the crowds, I look ahead and holy shit, it's a group of friends all together wearing snowmen 2Ks. Okay, this is the word that Eva had to look up. 
Did you see that in the email? No. What? 2K? Oshaga? Yeah. What? 2K? Uh -huh. T-O-U-Q-U-E. Oh, what's that? Okay, apparently it's like a hat with a pom-pom on it. Ah, that's what that's called? In Canada. Huh. In Canada, I guess. It, it, I like, don't know the, if it's like the beanie with the pom-pom? Yeah, but I don't know if it's toque. Oh, it's pronounced toque. Sorry. Okay, but snowmen. Let's start there. That's fucking terrifying. And yes. like shocking. Not terrifying, but like very it's eerie. Terrifying. <laughs> I'd be terrified. I'd be like, wow, I did not see that coming. <laughs> Holy shit. It's a group of friends all together wearing snowmen toques. Goose cam. There were so many more synchronicities that came up that weekend, but the one that got me, my girlfriend, her husband, and I went over to one of their friend's apartments downtown, one of those huge open brick exposed two floor hip apartments. I came around the corner and the huge two-story window facing the city was lined with multicolored Christmas lights. Mm. I couldn't believe it. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed my story. Hope it wasn't too long. And I hope I can see you on tour soon. Thanks so much for making something I look forward to every Sunday. Stay spooky from me and my kitty Finnegan. Oh, wow. I mean, that's so, I, I know I said the word terrifying, but I think the word is more like just jarring and that like, jarring. Yes. It's like, even if it wasn't like threatening at all, I'm still creeped out. It's like, it's like disarming. You're like, wait, disarming is a good word. I wasn't expecting to see that even though I was in a way. Right. That's so wild. I want to play that game. I'm going to download that book. Yeah. No, it sounds like a book right up your alley. And when you're here next week and we go randonauting. Yes. Oh my gosh. M. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I'm going to start uh, brainstorming intentions for us. I will also, I got to say mine was probably not super scary because I was telling Allison I wanted to go before it got dark. So that way, if we got anything creepy, at least it wasn't awesome in the dark. So I think it took away yeah. some of the, it took away some of the creepiness because it was in broad daylight. So I get that. I don't blame you though. I mean, sometimes you're just not in the mood for like full-on terror um, <laughs> not in always the of the not always <laughs> anyway thank you guys for listening and i apologize to everyone for how chatty i've been i'm just like in a totally specific form today it's <laughs> like up here this week but i'm all about it so i don't know what's going on it's like i'm I've, it's like i've never had caffeine before or something but <laughs> i'm just i don't know what's going on baby's first ice cream baby's <laughs> first coffee oh. uh, but thank you everyone for letting me just like ramble and ramble so well that's what we do every week um if you have a story to send us you can go to our website and that's why drink.com and submit it there and we have like a little spot for if you want to put your pronouns if you're comfortable with that if you want to put uh your subject and your story just email it it'll go straight to our inbox and eva will sort through them yes and i don't have a subject for next week obviously you have uh august when the leaves fall so september yeah, 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 is yeah, like yeah. september is when the when the heat wave comes in, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Step on a step on a leaf. I don't know. You know about that. Classic September snow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, this is a free for all. If there's a story, here's what I want to request. If there's a story, because a lot of times when we read in these things, people say like, "Oh, um, I never thought I had a story to send in until you suggested this theme." Right. So if there's a story where you're like, "I don't know if that fits," or like, "I don't know," send that in. Yes. Because I want to hear the stories that people aren't sure if like it fits the theme or whatever. Like just if you have anything and you've been on the, on the edge of sending it or not, this is your synchro. This is your sign, your synchronicity from the universe <laughs> that you should just go ahead and hit send and uh, send it our way. Yes. All right. Yeah. We'll see you in September. Oh God. Okay. Oh my word. Me. Okay. And that's why we drink. Yay. Bye. Bye.